Chapter 15 of The Charing Cross Mystery by J. S. Fletcher. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Revelations. The late afternoon edition of the evening papers were just out when Heatherwick and Matterfield reached Victoria. Matherfield snatched one up. A moment later, he thrust it before Heatherwick, pointing to some big black capitals. "'Good God!' he exclaimed. "'Look at that!' Heatherwick looked and gasped his astonishment at what he read. "'Murder of Robert Hannaford, five thousand pound reward.' Heatherwick turned on his companion with a look that was both questioning and surprised. "'This is probably, no, certainly, what Pentony referred to,' When he told Basmeli to look in the newspapers, he said, that was yesterday, it must have been in last night's papers, and this morning's, I saw neither. Wait, said Matherfield, he hurried back to the bookstall, and returned with an armful of papers, turning the topmost over as he came. It's here, and here, he continued, let's get a quiet corner somewhere and look this thing carefully over come into a waiting-room then said heatherwick odd he muttered as they turned away who should offer a reward like that too who isn't concerned in the case how do we know who isn't concerned in the case exclaimed matherfield somebody evidently is somebody who can not only afford to offer five thousand pounds but isn't afraid to spend no end in advertising. Look at that, and that, and that, he went on, turning over his purchases rapidly. It's in every paper in London. Let's read it carefully, said Heatherwick. He spread out one of the newspapers on the waiting-room table, and muttered the wording of the advertisement, while Matherfield looked over his shoulder. "'Mysterious, very,' he concluded. "'What's it mean?' But Matherfield was re-reading the advertisement. "'Whereas Robert Hannaford, formerly superintendent of police at Selithwaite, Yorkshire, died suddenly in an underground railway train near Charing Cross Embankment Station,' at about one fifteen a m on march nineteenth last and expert medical investigation has proved that he was poisoned and there is evidence to warrant the belief that the poison was administered by some person or persons with intent to cause his death this is to give notice that the above-mentioned sum of five thousand pounds will be paid to any one first giving information which will lead to the arrest and conviction of the person or persons concerned in administering the said poison, and that such information should be given to the undersigned, who will pay the said reward in accordance with the above stated conditions. Pentley, Blankensop, and Pentley, Solicitors. April 22nd. 1920, 8.53, Lincoln's Inn Fields, London, W.C. Matherfield pointed to the names of the signatories. Pentony, he remarked, 
"'That's the name of the man Miss Hannaford mentioned "'as having given Basverie his dismissal.' "'Of course, Major Pentony,' said Heatherwick, "'probably a junior partner in the firm. "'I know their names, but not much about them.' "'I thought he was a soldier,' said Matherfield. "'Major,' she called him. "'Very likely a territorial officer,' replied Heatherwick. "'Anyway, it's very plain what this is. "'Matherfield, considering all we know, "'this advertisement has been issued on behalf of Lady Rippersreed. "'Pentony, Blenkinsop, and Pentony are no doubt her solicitors. "'But why?' "'I... why?' exclaimed Matherfield. "'That's just what beats me. "'What interest has she in Hannaford's murder?' Why should she want to bring his murderer to justice? If his granddaughter had offered, say, a hundred pounds for information, I could understand it. She's his flesh and blood. But Lady Riversreed, why, if she's really the woman who was once Mrs. Whittingham, you'd have thought she'd have been rather glad that Hannaford was out of the way. And, after all, this mayn't come from her. "'I'm absolutely certain it does,' asserted Heatherwick. "'Putting everything together, what other conclusion can we come to? "'It comes from Lady Riversreed and her adviser, Major Pentony, "'and it's something to do with that man, Basverie. "'But what?' "'It ought to be looked into,' muttered Matherfield. "'They've never approached us on the matter.' It's a purely voluntary offer on their part. They've left the police clean out. I think you and I had better call at Pentony's tomorrow morning. We can tell them something. Perhaps they'll tell us something. Anyway, it's a foolish thing to divide forces. We'd far better unite in a common effort. Hmm, replied Matherfield doubtfully. But these lawyer chaps, they've generally got something up their sleeves some card that they want to play at their own moment however we can try em meet me at the southeast corner of lincoln's inn fields at half past ten tomorrow morning said netherwick pentony's offices are close by we'll go together and ask them straight out what this advertisement means all right but if they won't tell suggested netherfield then, in that case, we'll introduce Lady Riversreed's name and ask them if Lady Riversreed of Riversreed Court and Mrs. Whittingham, formerly of Sellerthwaite, are one and the same person, replied Heatherwick. Come, I think we can show them that we already know a good deal. We have certainly a card or two to play, admitted Matherfield. All right, Mr. Heatherwick. "'Tomorrow morning, then, as you suggest.' "'He was waiting at the appointed place "'when Heatherwick hurried up next morning. "'Heatherwick immediately turned him "'down the lower side of the fields. "'I've found out something about these people "'we're going to see,' he said. "'My clerk, Mapperley, told me a bit. "'He's a sort of walking encyclopedia. "'Old, highly respectable firm, this.' Pentony Sr. is retired, firm is now really Blenkinsop and Pentony Jr., and Pentony Jr. is the Major Pentony who takes such an interest 
in lady riversreed's home and in lady riversreed as i suggested last night he was a territorial officer so now he's back at his own job now then matherfield let's arrange our plan of campaign you of course have your official credentials i'm a deeply interested person the man who chanced to witness hannaford's death i think you'd better be spokesman well you'll come in when wanted suggested matherfield you're better used to lawyers than i am being one yourself i fear my acquaintance with solicitors is so far extremely limited matherfield replied heatherwick with a laugh i have seen a brief but only occasionally however here we are at eight fifty three and a solid and sombre old house it is the two callers had to wait for some time before any apparent notice was taken of their cards by the persons to whom they had been sent in matherfield was beginning to chafe when at last an elderly clerk conducted them up to an inner room wherein one cold-eyed immobile-faced man sat at a desk while another scarcely less stern in appearance in whom heatherwick immediately recognized the major pentony pointed out by rona stood hands in pockets on the hearthrug each stared silently at the two callers the man at the desk pointed to chairs on either side of his fortress he looked at matherly yes he asked mr blenkinsop i presume began matherly with a polite bow to desk and mr pentony with another to the hearthrug just so agreed blenkinsop precisely yes you have my card gentlemen and so you know who i am continued matherfield the police a moment interrupted blenkinsop he picked up heatherwick's card and glanced from it to its presenter mr guy heatherwick he remarked does mr heatherwick call also on behalf of the police because he added with a dry smile i think i've seen mr heatherwick in wig and gown i am the man who was present at robert hannaford's death said heatherwick if you are conversant with the case quite every detail said blenkinsop then you know what i saw and what evidence i gave at the inquest continued heatherwick i have followed up the case ever since and that's why i am here not as amicus curiae then remarked blenkinsop with a still drier smile you're not a disinterested adviser i see and mr matherfield why is he here i was saying mr blenkinsop that the police have seen the advertisement signed by your firm offering five thousand pounds reward etc answered matherfield now i have this hannaford case in hand and i can assure you i've done a lot of work at it so in his way has mr heatherwick we're convinced that hannaford was murdered by poison 
and that whoever poisoned him also poisoned the man granite at the same time now as either you or some person a client i suppose behind you is so much concerned in bringing hannaford's murderer to justice as to offer a big sum for necessary information we think you must know a great deal and i suggest to you gentlemen that you ought to place your knowledge at our disposal i hope my suggestion is welcome gentlemen i don't think we have anything to say blenkinsop drummed the blotting-pad before him with the tips of his fingers and his face became more inscrutable than ever as for pentony he maintained the same attitude which he had preserved ever since the visitors entered the room lounging against the mantelpiece hands in pockets and his eyes alternately fixed on either heatherwick or matterfield there was a brief silence at last blenkinsop spoke abruptly i don't think we have anything to say he said what we have to say has been said already in the advertisement we shall pay the offered reward to the person who gives satisfactory information i don't think that interferes with the police work that doesn't help me much mr blenkinsop protested matherfield you or your client must know more than that there must be good reasons why your client should offer such a big sum as reward i think we ought to know more i am not prepared to tell you more answered blenkinsop except that if we get the information which we think we shall get we shall not be slow to hand it over to the police authorities that might be too late urged matherfield this is an intricate case there are a good many wheels within wheels then interpreting a glance which he had just received from heatherwick as a signal to go further he added we know what a lot of wheels there are no one better for example gentlemen there is the curious fashion in which this affair is mixed up with lady riversry in spite of their evidently habitual practice of self-control the two solicitors could not repress signs of astonishment blenkinsop's face fell pentony started out of his lounging attitude and stood upright and for the first time he spoke what do you know about lady rivers reed he demanded a good deal sir but not so much as i intend to know answered matherfield firmly but i do know this that hannaford just previous to his sudden death was in possession of a portrait of lady riversreed and believed her to be identical with a certain mrs whittingham who was through his hands on a charge of fraud ten years ago at selathwaite in yorkshire i too believe that this mrs whittingham is now lady riversreed and i may tell you that i am in full possession of all the facts relating to the selathwaite affair an affair of obtaining a diamond necklace worth about four thousand pounds by means of a worthless cheque and blenkinsop suddenly rose from his chair holding up a hand 
a moment if you please he said pantony he continued turning to his partner a word with you in your room matherfield glanced triumphantly after the retreating pair and laughed when the door had closed on them that's got em mr heatherwick they see that we know more than they reckoned for in some way or other it strikes me this advertisement is a piece of bluff bluff said heatherwick what do you mean what i say answered matherfield bluff done to prevent somebody from bringing up that old splithwaite affair lay you a thousand to one it is you'll see these two lawyers will be more communicative when they come back now they shall talk and we will listen if you have to do any more talking matherfield said heatherwick keep miss hannaford's name out of it she's in a rather awkward position she went there of course to find out what she could and the result's been that she's taken a fancy to lady riversreed got a genuine interest in the work there and wants to stop a bit of a bother all that and it'll need some straightening out anyway keep her name out of it here as i say sir when these chaps come back to us they'll do the talking answered matherfield with a chuckle you'll see if you want to keep miss hannaford's name out so do they want to keep lady riversreed's name out i know the signs blenkinsop and pentony suddenly came back and seated themselves blenkinsop at his desk and pentony close by and blenkinsop immediately turned to his callers his manner had changed he looked now like a man who is anxious to get a settlement of a difficult question we have decided to talk freely to you he said at once that means to tell you everything we know about this matter you mr matterfield as representing the police will of course treat our communication with confidentiality i needn't ask you mr heatherwick to regard all that's said here as you know now to begin with just get one fact an absolutely irrefutable fact into your minds at once lady riversreed is not the woman who was known as mrs whittingham at sellathwaite ten years ago nor did hannaford believe that she was either what exclaimed matherfield but he turned to heatherwick you hear that he went on why we know let mr blenkinsop go on said heatherwick quietly he's explaining i think just so agreed blenkinsop and i'm beginning by endeavouring to clear away a few mistaken ideas from your minds lady riversreed is not mrs whittingham hannaford did not think she was mrs whittingham it was not Lady Riversreed's portrait that Hannaford cut out of the paper. Heatherwick could not repress a start at that. Whose was it, then, he demanded, for I certainly believed it was. Blenkinsop stooped and drew out a drawer from his desk. From a bundle of documents, he produced a newspaper, 
carefully folded and labelled. Opening this, he laid it before the two visitors, pointing to a picture marked with blue pencil. And Heatherwick at once saw that here was a duplicate of the portrait in his own pocket-book. But there was this important difference. While Hannaford had cut away the lettering under his picture, it was there, in the one which Blankensop exhibited, he started again as he read it. Madame Anita Listorel. That's the picture which Hannaford cut out of the paper, said Blenkinsop. It is not that of Lady Riversreed. Then it's that of a woman who's her double, exclaimed Matherfield. I'll lay anything that if you asked a hundred men who've seen Lady Riversreed, if that's her picture, they'd swear it is. "'I see,' said Heatherwick, disregarding his companion's outburst, "'that this purports to be a portrait of a Madame Listorel, "'who is described in the accompanying letterpress "'as a famous connoisseur of precious stones. "'Now, in relation to what we're discussing, "'may I ask a plain question? "'Who is Madame Listorel?' Blankensop smiled oracularly madame listorel he replied is the twin sister of lady riversreed chapter fifteen